Hello, everybody. I'm back. It's been a while. Welcome to Tika Time Out. Um, I know we just got busy. And I meant to do this like last weekend and then earlier this week. And here we are on a Thursday night. By the way, Thursday's like the best night of the week. I love it. Because basically Friday is Friday. It doesn't count. Let me just give you a run through of what I think about every night of the week. Monday, it doesn't really count because everybody's like, especially if you like go to work or school, like everybody's talking about um, what they did over the weekend. Tuesday is the one real day that you have to show up because there's no excuses. Wednesday it's hump day. Like, plan something fun. It's in the middle of the week. It's, like, boring. It's yeah. Like, it's just, like, a, you know, kind of a more chill day. And then mm-hmm. Thursday's, like, oh, my gosh. It's, it's almost the weekend. It's, it's Friday. Friday. Yeah. And Friday's, like, yeah, and Friday's like, yeah what are we going to do this weekend? And then, obviously, Saturday, Sunday are fun. So, um, today, though, I've got my two big kids mm-hmm. with me. Veda, she's my 13-year-old daughter, and Vanden, who's my 11-year-old son, and then I have two more sons, younger, uh, that are, what, eight and, no, seven Seven and five, yeah, (laughs) I love how I don't even know, (laughs) I don't, don't you guys always, like, forget how old your kids are, or their names, or where you left them. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, say hi, kids. Hi. Yes. So we are today going to talk about um, our homeschool experience. We literally. <laughs> that is so cute, Das. Um, yeah. Like, literally, isn't that so scary? It's so funny, though. Like, you know, like, I mean, I'm, it's so hard, like, hard to talk about that. But, like, you know, people do that. And being a parent, you literally understand what other parents go through. But when you're not, you guys, like, people are so quick to judge. And unless you're in that situation, Like, you really can't, I mean, especially with parenting, I feel like you really can't judge anybody. Because at that point in your life, you're like, oh, my gosh. Like, you know, nobody can say anything because nobody will know how hard this is unless you're actually in it. Um, Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, it's um, my kids are just past five years old. And since my son turned five. That is like when I started getting back to all the things I wanted to do. Um, you guys know I own um, a tutoring and teen life coaching company called Carpe Diem Academics. And, um, you know, when I started, I had all these plans to do all this like wellness stuff, but then I had kids and then whatever. See you later. Bye. Um, and so like, yeah, since my youngest has turned five, I'm like, is this like this 
a little bit of air has cleared. The clouds are breaking. The sun is shining. <laughs> like I can finally think about doing all these things again. So, and then COVID hits and I decided to homeschool my kids. So, yeah. <laughs> um, kind of dissolved that a little bit, but I did get started with this podcast and YouTube channel. Yeah. And Instagram, so we're doing pretty good. I feel like it's been quite a journey, even though it's only been, like, two weeks. Like, we've already, like, kind of known what we need to do, and, like, we've changed things, too. Yeah. So, talking about homeschool, if anybody's interested in doing that, um, we're just going to give you, like, our two-week skinny on it. And uh, when we started out, we kind of felt like, oh, my gosh, this is going to be so much fun, and... You know, like I was really just against all the kids being on computers. And obviously with my um, academic tutoring background, I'm like, you know, I've always been tutoring my kids along with everybody else's. So it was no big deal. But I think like, again, we go back to the whole idea of parenting. Like, yeah, it's fun to babysit or hang out with like your nieces and nephews for one day. But then like, parenting is a whole nother situation because you can never leave. (laughs) Hi, Narish. Um, So I think, you know, anything you do every darn day is what, like, becomes, you know, hard or challenging, you know, or to stay with it. So, you know, everything's fun um, in the beginning. Uh, maybe not everything, but, you know, most things you can find some joy in that. But, um, yeah, so, you know, after about two weeks of anything you start, you're kind of like, hmm, well, what did I get myself into? <laughs> so, you know, I think um, I wanted to, you know, in this uh, in this podcast description, I put I was going to talk about homeschool, but also just kind of. You know, I'm an inspirer. I love to inspire you guys and make you feel um, like you can defeat anything. So um, we got to bring the superhero out of all of us and we have to help support each other doing it. So what I would, you know, say about anything that gets hard is don't give up. Just don't do it like you. The problem is, like, I remember when I was in college and. I was, um, I did competitive gymnastics at University of Iowa and I did biomedical engineering and I never slept and I was like close to a breakdown like every three and a half days. So I think like what I remember thinking like, what am I doing here? Um, you know, this is too hard. I just, I, it's too big of a pill to swallow, but. I realized, hey, Shratika, like if you give up now, you will write down in your life book that you gave up because it was too hard. And I cannot do it. Like I just cannot. That's like an even bigger pill to swallow for me. And it's defeat. And I don't know if it's like the human soul. Um, once you let you feel that defeat, it really, I feel, takes a lot out of you. And it yeah. takes a long time to recover. 
Mm-hmm. So you can deal with the hardness mm-hmm. or you can deal with the defeat. Because, like, even sometimes you can be like, why did I make that decision? And you can be yeah. bad about making that decision. Yes. Because, like, if you wanted to go for something but you're too scared to do it, then a couple years later you're going to be like, why didn't I do that? Exactly. So then, like, a couple years later, like, that's a mm-hmm. well after you're done. Yeah with that decision and it still stays with you mm-hmm. so yeah that's really um how to handle feel that's a really good point Naresh. Uh, let me get back to that so i think um you know like that whole idea like if you can just get through the hard you know and and then when it's not hard that when you make the decision to either mm-hmm. stop or keep going. So it's like, um, I think it just, it's the timing and many things in life are timing. Mm-hmm. Like if you do things, um, I love having these conversations by the way, like with my kids that are, you know, 13 and 11, because it's such a great, like they're just embarking on their adolescence and all these issues being a teenager and all that stuff is going to start. And whether it's teens, twenties, thirties, forties, you know, we're all in a different form or part of our lives. So there's always something to work towards. Um, but yeah, so like, you know, I feel like at that point when you're done with the hard, like suppose I was in a class and I was failing and I just um was like, oh, my gosh, I need to drop out of this class and, you know, let's go for another one. But then now that would have been written down as I withdrew. I gave up. Right. Mm-hmm. So, yes, that would always be with me. Or the other option is I just stick through it and get through that situation where it's hard. And then obviously I'm not going to quit after you know, in the, after that one test or something, but like, let's say I'm done with the class at that point, I can decide now, okay, you know what? That was a little bit too challenging, although I pushed through it, but maybe I need to make a better decision next time. Yeah. And like, if you try really hard, but in the end you like fail, like at least, you know, that you did your best to try and maybe you can figure out what you need to do better. Like yes. Yes. So, um, Naresh, you're asking about that. And yeah, Veda made a great point. Like the thing in life is you are going to fail. Like I kind of, I know this sounds crazy. But this is, this is why I do the job I do. It's kind of like invigorating the idea of failing to me. Because if, if, and only then will I know that I learned something. Yeah. Or like, yeah. you know, you like you can make it better. Yeah, because every time you fail, you learn something. You gain knowledge of something at least. Yes, you gain knowledge and then you can like be like, okay, next time I'm going to blank, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I think like the whole idea of, Failing is, should be really embraced. Like it's, it should just be your best friend. Okay. Just don't even like try and like break up with it because 
it just needs um it needs a nice cozy spot right next to you the more comfortable you become with failure the more you're going to embrace the fruits that come from it and like know how to handle it yes and like recover from it faster very good don't we talk about that all the time yeah. it's like the more hardships and things challenges you go through your recovery time gets better and better yeah yeah because like if you're mad about something and you don't it takes you like years to recover from it like it's gonna take you a while until you like get back up on your feet and try something else yeah so like yeah so the more you go through that process you're able to talk through that easier right like mm -hmm. you'll be like okay you know what uh wait last time i did this blah 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 i'll do this okay i got a plan and this time maybe it'll be shorter the whole recovery of it mm -hmm. and the more that you do that your plan just gets more and more concise yeah. and you're able to also get to know yourself you realize yeah. man i really don't like it or it's hard for me to handle when people say something bad about me um and i i cower you know with mm -hmm. that so maybe you know it it makes you motivated yeah to like really get that right like what you have wrong and then, mm -hmm. like, to fix that yes and maybe like do the introspection do the self mm -hmm. thought to like do and then now you just bettered yourself mm -hmm. so again it's so fantastic failure <laughs> i love it <laughs> so um yeah like i said i mean you're just not you're not you're gonna get way more benefit life benefit from failing than from just getting it right every single time so um vanden do you like to add something did you hear that oh that kid was on were you on tiktok yeah right you're watching football my son is obsessed with football. He's a gymnast. Both of these, all my four kids, oh my Lord, are gymnasts. It's insane. Mm -hmm. But Bannon has this new obsession with football, and that's all he does. So what do you want to add to this conversation? About, did you hear what we're talking about? Kind of. The, like, how it's awesome to fail because you learn about yourself. Mm -hmm. How do you feel about that as a young man? <laughs> what's your perspective? Um, well, here's one thing. If you don't, well, here's one thing. If you don't fail, then, well, then you don't, like, go through anything hard. And then, and then you're not prepared for when you actually do fail. That's mm. why you have to... That's why it happens a lot because. So like you feel like you wouldn't do anything hard if you're afraid of failure. Yeah. How do you feel if like you, I know you fail in gymnastics like every day, right? Huh. I mean, there's something that happens every day where there's like a skill that, you know, isn't perfect. Uh -huh. And then you just have to get up and not give up and keep going mm -hmm. but what if you had given up wouldn't that make you feel like defeated well you're going to feel bad about yourself and also i guess that 
I mean, it depends. It's either maybe you don't want to do it because you're too tired or maybe you just don't want to do it. Yeah. And then sometimes you just won't care anymore. And then, yeah. And that's when, that's when you give up. And Yeah. Yeah. Very insightful, Stanton. It's just like me with my giants right now mm-hmm. on bars. Like, I haven't really been getting them, but. Like, I'm just going to keep trying, and we're going to, like, try to go to open gym. Maybe that'll help. Yeah, and, and just then, try it, like, in a, make a new plan and stuff, yeah. right? because sometimes all you need is a good plan to get things together. So. Yeah, that's true. Or revisit the plan. Yeah. If you're, like, if you continue to fail, first of all, don't be doing things, like, the exact same way. you got to change something. Mm-hmm. It's all mathematical. You can't expect, like, 2 plus 3 to equal 4. You just got to change the equation, you know. So I talk a lot about that, and I'll continue to. But um, before this gets too long, I just want to let you guys know about the homeschooling aspect of um, our life. It has gotten a lot better because we're just kind of trying to um, figure out like what motivates and keeps people on task. Mm-hmm. And uh, also I think like having um Taj, which is my seven-year-old, needs a little bit more. Um, like help. Yeah. Guidance. Yeah. More help and guidance, more one-on-one. Whereas I thought my five-year-old would need that. And Rocky has been doing, um <clears throat> excuse me, very well. With following direction from you. Yeah. Um, so it's been very easy, but Taj, the seven year old has, you know, had a little bit harder time to take the direction from the older siblings. So I think he needs mommy. And, uh, you know, now we figured that out. Yeah. And you know, when he's not working, then it's a distraction and everything kind of starts, Yeah. you know? So that's, I think the biggest thing I learned if you guys are ever interested in homeschooling is like, I think take the first two weeks and just figure out like how people are interacting and communicating yeah. with each other. And like the first week we weren't taking breaks and we were just like doing school Good the whole point. time. Yes. And then this week we figured out, like we brought up that like, we just can't. The kids are like, that. um, you're so mean. Why did you make us sit for three hours? Straight? Yeah. Like we can't sit in one spot cause we get like, so like energetic and we want to get that out. Yeah. So, but I never even thought about that because yeah. I'm a grown up, Like, we sit, we're used to sitting yeah. for hours, you know, and I real totally didn't even cross my mind until yeah. you guys said that. And I think that's helped a lot. Yeah, because in middle school, you get like, uh, like a four minute passing, like, period. Pa- passing period between each subject. Right. So, yeah. So I think that has really helped. Yeah. So like, so kids need to get the wiggles out. Mm-hmm. So give them. Um, not too long though, yes. but like 10 minute, 15 max minute breaks and that's it. Like obviously cause we're home, we can yeah. do that. And like during that time, we just like go outside, like maybe play with storm or yeah. a little bit or just do whatever. Yeah. Oh, I've been loving to just lay out in the sun. Yeah. Or so. maybe get something to eat. If yeah. You those are the snack times. Can't get up like when we're supposed to be doing something. 
And our timing has been, what, like 9 o'clock to about one thirty. Yeah, and I mean, it, sometimes days change, like yeah. if we're having a hard day. Right. And like we might need a little more learning. you got to be flexible. Uh, yeah. How do you overcome procrastination? Oh, that's a really good question. Um, I think that you you got to kind of like get to know yourself and why you procrastinate. You know, I think that's the biggest first thing. I should do another talk on that, um, Naresh. I will. Oh, that's so sweet. Um, Veda was just asking what procrastination means. Um, I used to be a queen of procrastination, actually. I'm going to admit it. Um, when I was in college, um, you know, things again were just hard and I feel like I didn't have enough time to really delve into any situation I was in. You know, I, my mind was maybe always somewhere else so procrastination means like you're just not wanting suppose you have a paper to write Mm -hmm. you're just not wanting to do it when you should you're waiting till the last minute okay when you have to have to do it and um you know like i think that is a really important thing all through life because it's not i i don't know if um you're a student right now but, you know, even after you're a student, whether you're, you know, in your 30s or 40s, like I said, and on and on, um, there's, it's always going to be a part of you, like this idea of wanting to procrastinate. So I think, um, you know, first you have to, again, identify who you are and why you're doing that. So, you know, it's the, the motive is going to be different for everybody. Like for me, I I am like an artist at heart. So I love to be in my thoughts. I love to be like think deep. Yeah. Like, and like and like chill. Like I love to chill and like just hang out in that place. Yeah. And like so if, if you could, you just cuddle up on the couch with a blanket and just like talk deep the yeah. thoughts and stuff like that. Yeah. So, like, for me, like, I, to get out of that artist heart and mind, like, it took a lot of energy. So, that's why I would procrastinate Mm -hmm. because, like, suppose it was, um, like, an engineering mathematical problem. It was just like, oh, I got to be, like, so, you know, like, I don't know, like, in all this smarty smart stuff and I just want to like be relaxed right now so Mm -hmm. I think um the reason I craved that relaxation though was because I was so stressed like trying you know when you're a college athlete you're working out like four hours a day going to school um trying to eat something here and there trying to have a little time with your friends and then trying to do your homework so I felt like uh, that trying to have a little time to be with your friends or yourself was very limited for me. So I really wanted that. And so that was my motive to procrastinate is because I just wanted to be in that relaxed state a little bit, a little bit longer, a little bit longer, you know, Mm -hmm. um, what it is and why, why you're procrastinating. And, um, then you know, just start journaling about that. I always talk about journaling. Yeah. Right? You, you even kept your journal. Oh, my so. gosh. I have all my journals. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. I should make them into books one day. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think journaling is really an important way to help figure out you. Yeah. And it's almost like you're talking to someone yep. about like how you're feeling and then you just like get those feelings out and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Like the most important person you actually need to talk to every day is you. Mm-hmm. Every day. All day. Like, you need to make sure you are on that channel of you. And that will help you. Because, like, sometimes you don't even know who you are sometimes. Yeah. Like, you just need to, like... Well, you're so busy getting to know everybody else. Yeah. Right? Like, friends and blah, blah, blah. And then you're, like, you don't even think about, like, I need to get to know Mm -hmm. myself. So, yes, journaling will be a really great way to do that. So... Well, it's coming on about 25 minutes, and I got to get these kids to bed. So it was so nice to have you guys. I hope that you come back. Um, I always talk about some um, life-related message and, uh, you know, always positive, always um, here to inspire you and Uh, make you and us and this time together the best it can be. Um, You can find me on TikaTimeout.com and um, TikaTimeout on Instagram too. And until next time, take care. And uh, this was fun. Maybe we'll do this again with my kids. Yeah. Okay. Bye, guys.